Broadcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast, your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews, with your host, TJ Bowser and Grandmaster Ziad. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 26 of the Dubac Discussion Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is Dan the Man. What's going on? And from the Bantha Babble Podcast, Big J, Jordan White. How we doing, everybody? Great to have you on, and a special guest joining us today from Regime Cosplay, Dark Jedi, also known as Jared. Hello there. Excellent intro. Uh, so, little weekly review. Let's go over Dan and Jordan's, and then we'll get into me and Dark Jedi's weekend. So, uh, Dan? Bro. Hello? Hello? What? 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 <laughs> You're fucking... What'd you do this week, bud? Uh, honestly, man, I uh, really actually didn't end up doing a whole lot. I uh, had a lot of stuff planned, and uh, and work kind of interfered with a lot of that. But uh, picked a lot of dildos! Excellent. Uh, what about you, Jay Money? Nothing. I, I don't really have much of another job but this. Like, I, I, I did almost nothing. Made plans. Got them canceled. I hung out with a friend at home. Like, get another job. That's pretty much it. I'm, I'm trying, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't really do much. Employment. Hospital for people under the age of 18 is very hard to find. So, hey. Street corners are free. There is always a homeless man to blow. Anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> this past weekend, uh, Jared and I attended Steel City Comic Con, him as a cosplayer and spectator, and myself as a vendor and an argumentative motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you aren't that argumentative. Uh, <laughs> at Steel City Con, Muhammad and I had a booth for the Dubek Discussion Network, which is a network that this podcast is a part of. Uh, but we'll get into that whenever we it's business time. But anyway, it's business. the first day. It's business time. <laughs> Side of the Concords, anybody? Or is that a reference only I got? I think that's a reference only you got. Okay, so. we'll Google it after the pod because okay. it's amazing. Somebody poke him in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the first day was kind of slow. Uh, we got a couple people stop and talk and ask ask us what we are, and I explained, as I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you know what the Dubac Discussion Network is by now. Uh, the second day, we put up a sign that says, The Last Jedi was good. Changed my mind. And that's where I met. Actually, I met Jared on the first day because he was Anakin Skywalker. Jared. Yes. Yes. Uh, but continuing on my... Before we get into our highlight of this podcast that is dark jedi uh the third day we left the sign up again and again a lot of attention we were a lot of people were talking it got people talking and i feel like it was effective i heard a lot of people uh talking about us talking about the the sign and a lot of people taking pictures and just enjoying our presence there at the comic-con a lot of people saying it's the, it's uh the best thing that they saw at the show because not a lot of people have the, the balls to do that, especially whenever there's uh, nobody around to, uh, let's say, get the balls to come up and change my mind. Except there were five or six people that talked to me about it, and either their arguments were ridiculous or they were super aggressive about it because their childhoods were ruined, I guess. But <laughs> to each his own, fuck fanboys. But we'll talk under, about that. We'll I talk. don't understand how Luke being like a straight up god in that movie would have made it good. I don't understand that. No, argument. it wouldn't have been realistic. Luke's gonna use the force and like throw a bunch of ATATs into each other, and he's gonna backflip, and then he's gonna like kick Kylo Ren in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> Luke Skywalker, we're just gonna change Grand Admiral Thrawn. Sorry, <laughs> how'd that voice go again? <laughs> You made Jordan laugh. Nobody makes Jordan laugh. What the fuck? 
That's great. No, it's just because that reminded me of something. I forgot who actually has a voice like that, but it reminded me of that person. Kronos. We all know one. We all know at least one. Yes. <laughs> uh, You're right. A lot of people just say that that's not what they wanted from the movie. Okay. I wanted lots of things from Star Wars, but I still haven't got them yet because my Boba Fett movie's not here. But anyway, right? <laughs> all I want to know is how did he get out, how did he get out of the out of the butthole in the sand? That's all I want to know. How did he get out of the butthole in the sand? That's because I know he did. He had to. He did it twice. He did anyway, it twice. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's my argument. I figured out. Uh, I remembered who has a voice like that. It was a uh, the kid with the upside down head from Family Guy. Oh. Oh right. god. That's terrifying. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> the next time That's you go to a Comic Con, you you need to put up a sign that says episode three was good, changed my mind. Episode three was good. <laughs> Everyone can say that. I can't even say that. Because people don't like the prequels. Especially Jedi episode does. three for some reason. Don't you, Jerry? Dude, you know, people who yeah, don't like the sequels act fan. like the people yeah, people today act like the prequels are like the fucking godfather. Yeah, because like, they think they came first. Uh-huh. Because they're dumb. <laughs> because they're d- no. Seriously, I work with some people, dude. I work with some geniuses. Oh my god, I work with people. some geniuses. Let alone nobody changed my mind at the convention. I, uh, I did meet a lot of awesome people, including Jared, and I'm I'm sure you guys will see a lot more of him on this podcast and on DoBackDiscussion.net. But we'll get into that later. That's that's a whole nother it's a whole nother thing. Uh Jared, talk about yourself a little bit. Let's let's learn about you and uh, where you come from. Let's hear about yourself. Yes, just what? talk about yourself. Let's, let's put you under the spotlight, okay? I'm a simple guy. I like Star Wars. I like long walks in the sand. Um, uh, as, as, yeah, I'm more of a Jakku kind of guy. Um, <laughs> uh as DJ said, I uh, I am the head of a cosplay group on Instagram called New Regime Cosplay. Uh, it's got a lot of solid people in it. Um, decent amount of Star Wars cosplays. Uh, mostly myself, my best friend, and my girlfriend um, do a lot of the Star Wars stuff. But there's lots of really cool Doctor Who, Overwatch. Um, there's a Deathstroke guy in there who's incredible. Uh, lots of cool stuff going on there. Um, but yeah, I'm a fanboy, and DJ was great to talk to on Friday, and then I saw the uh, Last Jedi was good, changed my mind sign, and I'm like, okay, I am a thousand percent on board with these guys. So, yeah. Uh, yes, I, I really enjoyed all three of your cosplays. You did Anakin, Kylo Ren, and the Joker? Yeah, yeah, the Joker. It was excellent. <laughs> Thank you very much. I um, so that's like stage quality clown makeup. <laughs> um, which means it didn't rub off. It means no matter what you do, it won't come off. That shit's not going anywhere. Um, so that and I have like triple the hair I had the last time I did Suicide Squad Joker. Oh, so, so you had an impromptu beard halfway through. So, well, I was in the shower for like three hours trying to get the hairspray and the makeup off. And um, I'm like, okay, everything's off. I'm good to go. I get out of the shower. I shit you not. The light hits me and my skin is glowing green. Hell yeah. (laughs) So the hairspray stained my skin and I just start screaming obscenities. Because, like, I, I look radioactive now. <laughs> um, hey, there's a new cosplay right there, and you didn't have to do you Fallout shit. fucking cosplay yeah. right there. You're yeah. the glowing one. <laughs> I want a Vault 111 suit and just go. I just kind of fell into oh, that. Hazmat. Or that. There you Get go. some black pants and a gas mask. You're hazmat. <laughs> You're hazmat. Oh, done. Cost well, you here's 10 the bucks. thing. Uh, so the next day, I just soak in the tub to try to get the shit off. And I'm like, okay, it's looking all right. And then the sunlight hits me the next day, and I realize that you can only tell how green I am in certain lighting. Oh, so shit. With artificial lights in my house, oh. I look clean. But if you take me outside, there's just this green hue to my skin now. So apparently that And it's died. mostly out, but like, I, 
you guys couldn't see it because of my costume, but I have like I have a really big lightsaber tattoo on my um, forearm, on my yeah. right arm, and like in the middle of the blade, there's there's this giant green splotch. I look ridiculous, and I'm really hoping. Who keeps hitting their microphone? Dan, that was not that me, sir. Jordan, quit still. kissing your microphone. <laughs> anyway, continue, Dark Dad. I was just really loud on my end. <laughs> oh no, you're good. I'm sorry. Um, no, but that's it. I, I have green skin, and I cosplay, and Star Wars is awesome. And The Last Jedi is my favorite movie. He is a... Are you a Pittsburgh native? Yeah, I live in uh, Lake Trobe. So I'm like outside of the Pittsburgh area. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, with the, I'm in the town where the Steelers come to for training camp. I can see this now. Uh, Westmoreland County. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what Google's telling me here. Uh, Google Maps. <laughs> I'm looking into your bathroom right now. <laughs> Oh no! I watch you pee. <laughs> I better get my uh, giant um, Orisig sex doll out of the shower. <laughs> you better pull pull Orisig out of that bitch. She's getting a little wet. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is excellent. Uh, I was gonna make a joke about the terrifying CGI de- uh, jazz singer in Jabba's palace, and I couldn't. Remember oh god. That. <laughs> with like the humongous lips and I was like ah shit okay I'll just say Orna Singh cause she's ghastly yeah. no joke TJ the moment the wife saw that I really 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 wish I'd taken a picture of it cause the look on her face <laughs> I bet buddy, I bet it, 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 literally it took her like at least a minute minute and a half to finally get out a sentence that was what the fuck am I looking at right oh my well uh Thank you for telling everyone, all the listeners, uh, about yourself, Jared. But so let's talk about a little bit of discussion topics. I feel like this is where we'll really shine here. Uh, so John Favreau is producing a live-action Star Wars uh, television show for the Disney streaming service. And reports have said that uh, it's going to take place on Mandalore post-Return of the Jedi after the fall of the Empire. And the power vacuum that has been caused from the Empire falling. Uh, so, Dan, what's your thoughts on this and what would you like to see to happen? Oh, so many things. So many things. Uh, just the fact that I, we, we actually finally get to see Mandalore, you know, outside of the Clone Wars series and actually in live action. So this is this is going to be something that's, uh, like I said, so many things. Uh, it is going to uh, be, uh, in, in my opinion, uh, really nice to see finally see that struggle for power after, you know, everything with the Empire has gone away. Now, you know, everybody's struggling to, to quickly regain that power over the galaxy. So it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, who all is going to be you know coming into play. It's, Do you uh, think there's a possibility a that Boba Fett of- could come? Since George Lucas did say r- rumored that uh, Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit. Um, I would love to see him, uh, but then again, we've heard rumors like that before. Uh, out of uh, you know even you uh, know some of the we have had two well. Boba Fett movie uh, rumors that both have been shut down by directors. And maybe maybe this is the medium that we would be able to see a returning of Boba Fett, or maybe even a uh, a pre A New Hope Boba Fett. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I would I would love I would love nothing more than to see that. To be to be really really honest, I, I I'm I'm still a little skeptical. But I mean, okay. it, it would be really nice to see the events that took place. You know, after he obviously escaped. So. You know what he's been up to in between. Then is he still doing the bounty hunter thing now that the empire has fallen? You know what? What is what has he been up to? Is he actually you know? Is it obviously since we're going to Mandalore? Does does he go to Mandalore? Is he is he a part of of you know what's going on there? So something something along those lines would be nice. I agree. I agree completely. Uh, what about you, Jordan? Um, another Mandalorian wars would be nice. I'm not even allowed to say you. <laughs> that would be nice to see another Mandalorian war. Those uh, Mandal- Mandalorian oh, yeah. mercs, those people that dress up like Mandalorians, are going to have so many more cosplays to do now. Uh huh. And they're bringing in so many people. They have so many opportunities now. Absolutely. Continue, Jordan. Mandalorian war would be nice. Like one that we could actually see in either a TV show and comic books because the old Mandalorian wars were kind of. I, I, I wouldn't say. 
I, I can't say stale. They, I, I don't know what to say about Pussy. those. They're stale. <laughs> you, you, I think you had it correct. I, I honestly do. Uh, they, they're, they're stale. If I could get them on like TV or a movie, I would love it. Especially a new Mandalorian war with like you know Boba Fett involved, and especially more on the Fett clan itself Ooh. from uh, Mandalore. There's a Fett oh, clan on Mandalore. I didn't think of that. Wait, Boba Jango Fett was not a Mandalorian. Yeah, no. Well, no he worked with them. There's still a Fett clan. He though. never worked. How do you know there's a Fett clan? Is this? Are you talking about legends, motherfucker? Do we talk about legends on this podcast? <laughs> We've done it before. <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We did. Uh no. It's see. That's the only problem. Is is if this is going to focus around the Mandalorian people and the Mandalorian system with Jango and Boba not actually being Mandalorian and just wearing the armor. I feel like they wouldn't be really a part of this. Uh, that's just my opinion. I don't really know. Uh, it'd be nice, but I yeah. think I'm just grasping at straws here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just kind of with you on this. I would love to see skeptical. it, but sorry. Even if even if they are involved, it's probably going to be very minute. Whatever position they play. What do you think, Jared? I mean, with what you were saying I've always been kind of skeptical that Django wasn't a man. The guy who said that to Obi Wan was like a liar and a traitor to Satine anyway. So like part of me thinks he was just kind of scapegoating. Um personally, I'm not that I'm necessarily like unenthused, like we're getting a live action Star Wars TV show and that's amazing. But I'm kinda lukewarm on the Mandalorians as a whole. Like they look cool, but it's not really my cup of tea. Um there's certain characters I like. I really enjoy uh Django, uh Prey Vizsla was awesome. Um, you know, Bo-Katan so gonna hope it's really her. interesting. And, <laughs> Sabine uh, Wren? Rebels. Uh, I have opinions about Sabine. You have um, opinions? <laughs> to exp- share these opinions about Sabine Wren. Please humor me. Okay, Sabine, I really enjoyed Rebels, but there is some shit Rebels dropped the ball with. And Sabine Wren is what happens if you take a Mandalorian and Hello? And did you hear me? <laughs> you cut out halfway through that sentence. Oh, damn it. No, I was saying, I, I said I enjoyed Rebels a lot, but one of the things they dropped the ball with was that, like, Sabine looks like what happens when you take a Mandalorian to Hot Topic. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, wow. What and, the and, fuck? And, hey, I used to work at Hot Topic, so I'm not talking shit. But, like, he knows. He knows. I know. I know. Okay, man. I've seen some shit at Hot Topic. Um, I've seen some shit. I can only imagine. He's got the thousand-yard stare from Hot Topic. You don't understand. This one guy came in. He was wearing like a long leather trench coat and like Frank and like platform Frankenstein boots, like platform Frankenstein boots. I shit thee not. Like that is the thing I saw. We got a lot of those. uh, uh, But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. That I'm not a huge Mandalorian guy. I would much rather see uh, stuff that's more to do with like the infighting and what's left of the Empire. Um, I think this is our chance to finally get Ray Sloan live action, or at least actually see her instead of either in comics or as lip service, like she was in Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a chance we see Inferno Squad. Yeah, you know? that is so. True. I I I'm excited for that kind of stuff with it. Um, I'm, I lean towards the empire and the first order and like, that's the stuff that fascinates me. So that's what I look forward to seeing from it. Not so much the Mandalorian aspect of it. Um, but with all the Mandalorian alliances, the empire had like, you know, with people like Gar Saxon and the super commandos and whatnot, it it could be cool. Excited for the Mandalore part Mm -hmm. of it. Uh, real quick, before anybody hops in, Jared, if I could shake your hand right now, I would, because I heard what you said about the Empire. You're more interested in the Empire. Thank you. There's someone else here that loves the Empire just as much as I do. Shake my hand, hey. hug me, do something right now. You, you, you got a third right here, bro. <laughs> Palpatine, Palpatine did nothing wrong. Palpatine did nothing wrong. All I'm saying is, filthy rebel scum. Rebels are terrorists. <laughs> no, they're terrorists, man. They're terrorists. They're terrorists. Alderaan had it coming. Fuck them. Hey, all I'm saying is we sell that set. We sell that Lego set at Amazon. That's all I'm saying. It's a bag of parts. 
Excellent. <laughs> I, I just have one question. Are you selling that one rock from Alderaan that they picked up? Are you, are you selling it? That rock? We probably do. Just want the rock, that's all. I want to I just that want the rock. We probably do. <laughs> Find like one specific grain of dust that is Bail Organa. <laughs> oh, what an I asshole! Just want, I just want—I just want an urn holding Space Jimmy Smiths. That's all I want—is just Space Jimmy Smiths sitting on my uh, banister. Oh, it's just Space my. Jimmy Smiths. Just have it written on the urn: "The last rebel that f***ed with me." Put like a little soundboard next to it. Like push a button. It's just talking. And just you will deal with your rebel friends soon enough, you know. <laughs> what the fuck bom, is going bom, on? By like the fact that Tarkin like rolled all of his R's super dramatically for no reason. I was like, I love funny. it. I love it. And I was like, why do you do this, dude? Oh, this is because no one else does. Be. Like, just side conversations. That's the fun part. It fills up a lot of it. Yeah. So, TJ, you've asked us. It's your turn, sir. Okay. What uh, do you think? What I want from a Star Wars Mandalore, a Star Wars TV show from that focuses on Mandalore, I want to explore the different clans of Mandalore. I want to see the different moons and the different planets that are, are in the Mandalorian system. I think Pablo Hidalgo once said there's like a 100 different planets within the Mandalorian system itself. So the possibilities are endless for sets and stuff like that and settings of the the various stories that could possibly happen and i'd like to see more of like the uh i'd like to see some political stuff go on but also uh some like star wars action sequences you know some ships fighting dog fights maybe maybe see the dark saber in live action uh like a live action sabine i mean it's quite possible that she takes a break from waiting for ezra and goes and fights on mandalore to reclaim her planet uh, what I would like to see is that stuff. Uh, I, I just want to see more Mandalorians. I want to meet new characters, more new Star Wars characters, new people to cosplay as, new people to, to talk about during these discussions. I mean, any new content is a gift from Lucasfilm, and I feel like this is just something else that we can add to the palette that's coming up in the next couple months and next year and everything else. Uh, I feel like this is one of the more positive news that news releases that we've gotten in the last couple of months and uh i'm excited to see where uh it takes us and what new lo- star wars lore that is going to come from it oh, i just can't it's, believe it's, it's the game i just can't believe the game of thronesian budget they're throwing at this i believe it's oh, 10 sure. million an episode which would be around 100 million dollars per season which is half the budget of a star wars movie same <laughs> That is insane. Like, I I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's more than what Amazon is spending on that uh, Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings show. Well, here's the difference. Uh, Star Wars is good. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Shots okay. fired. Shots fired. Uh, I'm not even that into it. Let Legolas can uh, suck on Django's dick. Anyway, episode nine, what's your thoughts? What do you want from it? Go, Dan. Daniel, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Uh, episode nine, thoughts? What, what do you want question from again? It? Yeah, episode nine, what's your thoughts and what do you want from it? Uh, a chance to uh, to go back and watch the other movies and not feel like I was be- uh, being beaten in the skull would be really, really, really nice. I'm still trying to drudge through the uh, the Force Awakens, and it, it I always manage to make it right up to where they actually find the Millennium Falcon, and I, I just want to shoot myself in the face. Uh, so really, really anything that is not slow going, because it, it seems like that's been the the recent trend in a lot of the movies is is, is everything is a very very slow build. You up. haven't watched Solo or, yet? To me, it feels it. I haven't seen Solo yet. So, so I am saying that either. with without some some previous knowledge of, of some of the movies. I have seen Rogue One. Uh, I, I did actually really, really, really like the way that that movie flowed. It, it, and it was actually interesting not seeing, you know, what I was used to. There was not a lot of Jedi running around. It was it was a lot more, you know, 
stealthy kind of under it was more of an underhanded tone to what was to become the rebels okay so uh i i enjoyed that so i mean really i mean anything that's that's a little bit more fast-paced as, as far as like the storyline really uh I, I do understand we have lost a, a few characters uh, along the line in some of the in some of the movies so obviously we're not going to be seeing them uh but uh, a little bit more into you know maybe the first order uh, I, I'd love to see Snoke. Uh, I would love to see, you know, some of the other Jedi that we know. Did are you still really not watch episode eight? I have not seen episode eight yet. No. Okay. We see Snoke. Do we? Yeah. We also see him get cut in half. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just going right to interject right there. I don't care how old or injured he is. I still feel like he can pull a Darth Maul and come back from this. No, don't want to. I don't want to uh, see him. Nah, I'm good. See? When I'm come back, I, I, like, like that, that was my dude. He was like the coolest person ever, and he, he got bitched. Okay? We ain't gonna talk about He that. got bitched? What about whiny uh, fucking Ben Solo? Take that fucking helmet off. It's stupid. You hear your voice. Take that helmet off, boy. <laughs> he made fun of my helmet. I'm gonna go punch things. Come like, on, hon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty spot on. Take it that's, off. that's pretty spot on. And, and a lot of, I kind of Grandpa, why don't you love me? <laughs> I'll, try to, uh, kill, I'll try to kill you when you he's sleep, dead. boy. I'll try to kill hey, you. Kylo Ren is easily one of the most complex, fascinating characters, not only in Disney Star Wars, but Star Wars, period. You have a fractured, abused man who doesn't know what the hell he wants or what the hell he needs. Unlimited he power! Fascinating <laughs> watching him I just post it. Kind of I love Kylo. I love Kylo. Well, you wouldn't have cosplayed as Kylo if you didn't love Kylo. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> well, I would hope that you would. Yeah, no. I'm not a doctor, but I'm on my way to becoming one. Uh, I, I think he's honestly... Either got borderline personality disorder or bipolar disorder or something. <laughs> this no, man's no. emotions are all over the place. <clears throat> and borderline personality disorder, I, I could say you could go there too because you you remember he doesn't go by his you know the name Ben anymore. You know. No, no, he's he's, 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 he's kind of I, I think you could say that about most dark siders. Yeah, they like they developed that because they're like, oh, I'm no longer Anakin Skywalker. I'm Darth Vader. Yeah, like, but I'm think about it though. Darth Vader uh, became Darth Vader because of the suit actually driving him insane because of the constant pain. He was. Hello. <laughs> I, I think I think Anakin, I think Anakin done been crazy. Like I think Anakin was out of his mind. He was born jump. to be wild. Like I don't. I don't. I. I think there were things that could have remedied him and things that could have slowed him down. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Anakin was a lost cause. Yeah, I feel you. Like, like it would have taken a lot to stop what was going to happen. I don't and, think so. I mean, if you still had Padme and she didn't die from a broken heart, I, I think... She would have know, left him anyway. He was killing kids. I'm, I'm saying if she didn't and didn't die, I, I think that really would have helped. This dude There's killed children. He, he fucking killed really children. There's one thing that saves Anakin from turning to the dark side, and that is being trained by Qui-Gon Jinn. That is the only thing that could have saved him. Qui-Gon training him, if that doesn't happen, Darth Vader is born. Jordan, did you talk about that on Bantha Babble? What is I'm up? Uh, if Qui-Gon trained Anakin. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about like like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Uh, refer to episode eight of the Bantha Babble podcast for the for our opinions on Qui Gon training Anakin. Anyway, anything else you guys want to talk about? Episode nine. Uh, I want to see a redemption arc for Ben. Uh, not one that involves him dying. I don't. And... I don't. I don't want. I don't want it to end. I want. I want him to I be an asshole to the ghost. end. I want to see Anakin, Luke, Obi Wan, Yoda, all together. Yes, that'd be very cool. Uh, would the, would they use Hayden Christensen as the Force Ghost for Anakin? Yes. Oh God, I hope not. 
No. Why not? Fight it because out, Because nobody would recognize him that way. Because nobody's alive that recognizes him that way. Well, except for Obi. Oh, no. Yoda recognized him. Luke saw him appear as that ghost, and he smiled, so he knew who it was. Like, everybody knows what hey, Anakin Dan, looks like. I think Jared just got you. I'm just saying, I'm always <laughs> No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't have to like it. No. I understand I understand where you're coming from, but I like Hayden Christensen showing up as the ghost. Because, like, that See, yeah. was... Anakin. See, that, that's, that was the uh, that was the guy that you grew up with, though. I, I, I'm almost willing to bet. See, I grew up with, grew up with the original trilogy, so Vader. Because you're old as dirt, Dan. Vader. Telling me, what? since I grew up with the original trilogy, I don't See. like Vader. You know, I'm a hardcore Vader fan. Don't do this to me. But um, don't do this to me. Real quick, oh, it's uh, happening. I kind of wanted to throw that in there. I forgot about this, but. Uh, and you know I want to see this resistance die in episode 9 and Ray turn to the darkness. That's just what I want. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. It's a bit Tell us more what you think, Jordan. <laughs> I want to see this resistance die. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. It got so close in the last movie. I don't know how they didn't just crush him. It's true. It's because the dark side always gets cocky. We're right about oh, to, like, No, they won in the and third then, movie, and we all know this. They could have closed it off, man. It's true. They could have, but everybody gets arrogant, you know? Like, how many people could have survived the destruction of the first Death Star if Tarkin wasn't thinking with his dick? Again, what? I don't, I don't see arrogant. I, I see What did you angry just say? And, <laughs> like, the end of the episode. Like, Target wasn't thinking of his penis? Yeah, because like, one officer comes up to him, he's like, sir, should, should we evacuate? He goes, oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, he just wanted to, like, swing his dick around the oven and be like, hey, look, I killed the rebellion single-handedly. Look at me. Like, he screwed the pooch completely and cost the Empire how many millions of troops? It's true. And, and like, trillions of credits because of that. You know, even Vader gets cocky. Like, he doesn't have the forethought to think that Luke jumped out of the carbon react carbon freezing chamber. He goes in there, he's just like, oh, perhaps you're not as powerful as the Emperor suspected. And then he's impressed by the fact that Luke just jumped out. <laughs> I mean, considering the fact that he was almost untrained. Oh, I can't say almost untrained. Well, I think he it's was impressed the fact that he can jump out of things and not get cut in half, unlike him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking about oh. the that he was like wasn't it like trained like as long as every other Padawan and he was able to use the force to that magnitude to actually be able to control how high he jumped with it I think that's probably what impressed him if anything but well, that's pretty much it <laughs> we don't know how much Yoda taught him on Dagobah because we don't know how many months he was actually exactly. there yeah, we don't know the amount of time that elapsed between you know when he got there and when Yoda actually passed no, well, during, in episode five, we don't, like, we don't know how long in, it took for uh, them to get to Bespin. You know what I mean? Like, without a hyperdrive? Right. The only person that would be able to tell you that is uh, George Lucas, and he doesn't care anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, and also, like, in canon, Luke has been kind of self-training and having his own little encounters here and there between... A New Hope and Empire. Yeah. So he's he's coming into his own you know, already. Uh, you know, his training with Yoda, I think... I think his training with Yoda mostly just taught him to open himself up to the Force more than anything. Yeah, I feel you. And once he had that like very important building block in place, he was capable of doing so much more because of that. I feel you. I, I, yeah. What do you think? Man? I completely understand that because I, I, I am incapable of learning if I don't really like the person or the thing that I'm learning about. So, I mean, I, I completely, I completely understand that because I'm pretty much the exact same person. Okay. I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that. I can agree with everything, cutie pie. Yeah, everything. And if I don't like the person I'm learning it from, I just kind of block it out 
and I have no reason to like open up to it mm. at that point. So, well, let's I'm move on to our out, next topic worry. so it doesn't feel like we're beating a dead horse here. Uh, <laughs> not so. Uh, let's talk about Star Wars Resistance. Uh, Jared, what do you think, buddy? Um, like I said before, kind of with the Mandalore thing, I am more looking forward to seeing the First Order side of things. Um, from what I understand, it sounds like somebody's going to be like spying on the First Order, so we kind of get to see it from the inside, which is cool. Um, Ooh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I I like the fact that the First Order is filled with uh, power-hungry psychos who just think of the First Order as Empire Two Electric Boogaloo and <laughs> the people who um, are just like psychotic, mad for hung or hungry for power, and people like him. Um, there's just a lot of really interesting personalities involved there. Mm-hmm. And depending on how early the movie is or where it is in the timeline, because um, it's leading up to uh, Force Awakens, but like we don't know what that timetable means. So that means he, a lot of Phasma. That means a lot of Phasma, and we could theoretically see Ben Solo turn to the dark side. Oh. Which, see, I didn't consider that. Possibly actually I, seeing him grow up through the teenage years, possibly. Yeah, and seeing Luke try to straight up fucking murder him. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that got the so, wife when she read that. She just looked at me and she was like, really? This is all the fucked up shit that goes on in this world? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Typical day. I really... Like, on my short list of things that I would change about The Last Jedi, and something I hope we see... Is a I wish, wish so much that Ben and Luke's confrontation when he was still a Padawan was an actual fight. Yeah. Like I wish we could have seen like, you know, Ben ignites his saber and they're like, Ben, no, and he just pushes him back and an actual duel ensues. Like it speaks volume of volumes about Ben slash Kylo as a force wielder and as a fighter, that his instinct was, no, fuck this, I'll pull the hut down on top of us. Um, and it says a lot about him as a tactician and the fact that he's not just this blind psychopath with an exploding lightsaber um, but I would, lo- would have loved to have seen him start throwing down with some of the other apprentices and see him kill some of them and then what's implied is that the ones that left with him became the Knights of Ren but I think Resistance opens up the door to showing us the birth of the Knights of Ren and Kylo Ren's creation, and that's what I'm excited for. Hoping that's the direction they go with it, at least. I feel like it's going to be like a Saturday morning cartoon, and it's going to focus on the group of people that we saw from the the leaked photos. Yeah, probably. Uh, Like Kazuda, which is like the new Ezra. Uh, I know Cardinal, Captain Phasma, uh, Poe. Ooh, Cardinal's gonna be in it. Yes. Hell yeah! Oh, that armor is so sexy. <laughs> Not as sexy as you, man. Uh, but thank you. Ooh. Anyway, what do you think, Jordan? See, mo- mostly I'm more interested in backstory here. Yeah. Like from yeah. See, that's kind of where I'm lying with it. Because they kind of leave a lot to be desired when it comes to backstory. They don't tell you much. And they don't tell you much about like how Kylo Ren uh, or Phasma came to get into the First Order and things like that. Well, I Phasma mean, yeah, has they a whole book the now. Gist of it. Yeah. Y- yeah. I, I, obviously, I didn't read it. but Because <laughs> <laughs> reading, who the fuck like does that? that? Love to see it in the movies, especially for those of us that don't exactly read books. <clears throat> but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're not affording figures. I would love to see some and um, tell into, you know, obviously the backstory of Kylo Ren. I would like to see. Um, but this is about the like group of uh, resistance fighters. I feel like they're not going to touch upon Kylo Ren, Luke Skywalker, Rey, and Finn. I feel like we're just going to touch upon like the resistance group that was there in Episode 7, unless, therefore, Episode 8 or any of those main characters. This is going to be like in uh, Rebels, where we might see some main-ish characters like Lando, we, like we did in Rebels. So we're going to see Poe, who's not like a super 
super main character like Ray is, but like he kind of like he's there. He's he's a popular character and he's one of the main cast. Uh but I don't see them diving into Jedi stuff. I feel like this is going to stay with the Resistance, hence the name of the Star Wars show, Star Wars Resistance. See, uh, I'm, now I'm kind of on the fence. I'm on the fence with you about that, uh, about it now, TJ, now that you've kind of brought that up. I mean, I, I know what I wanted to see, which, you know, I can agree with both of them. That, you know, I, I would love to see, you know, a lot more about Phasma, you know, and, and, and even like, like I was saying before, the teen years of Kylo Ren, uh, you know, before. Uh, but I, I'm but now that you've brought it up, I'm kind of more leaning towards it's more than likely going to be like a Saturday morning, you know, mm-hmm. serial cartoon. That's that's just gonna make. And you can fit, see the you know, transition from Clone on... Wars being like an anthology, an anthology series, and then right. from, then Rebels becoming an anthology series with uh, Saturday morning cartoons. And I think Jason Ward said something very similar to this, uh, that. Resistance is just going to appeal like it's made to appeal to the younger crowd and it's going to be more Saturday morning cartoonish compared to right. the previous uh, live uh, the previous animated uh, television shows like Clone Wars and Rebels. So we'll see the new characters develop and stuff. We'll fall in love with them like we did with Rebels. So like there's nothing for us to worry about because d- the hat's behind it. Dave Filoni. And has he ever let us trust wrong? The hat. Yeah, trust the hat. That's right. Uh there is uh, there's just more more content. Like like I said for the John Favreau thing in the episode nine, this is more content coming towards us, and we should be thankful that we get to dive a little more, a little bit more deeper into those more unexplained areas, such as Mandalore, such as post episode six, post episode seven, in between that time frame. I feel like that's well, not post episode seven, but you know what I mean, like pre episode seven ish, kind of like where the time frame is for Rogue One, but uh. I'm getting ahead of myself anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really want to see all this stuff, and I want to see these new characters. I want to meet them. I want to fall in love with them. I want to I want to cry when they get fucking get killed like I did with Kanan. Like, I mean, part of part of me is is a little on the fence with it. I, like I said, I'd love to see those, uh, you know, I would love to see all those backstories. But then again, at the same time as a dad, I'm kind of excited that, you know, it's a new, a whole new series that, you know, my kids get to, like you said, fall in love with whole new characters within the same universe that I've loved for so long. So, so am looking forward to that part. Okay. Anything else anyone wants to add to this? A quick joke I want to make. Okay. Why, make do I feel like, why do I feel like, uh, you know, the hat man, when he finishes writing an episode of like, one of the new TV shows are like uh, Clone Wars or something. He kind of like strokes the brim of his hat like Kung Lao. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good uh... fatality. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's that's actually a really good one, Jordan. Uh, we got a couple. We got some news to talk about. Apparently, Dave Filoni had an interview where he discussed Rebel season four and nearly the end. Well, how season four ended nearly ended, and the revival of Star Wars to Clone Wars. As the Star Wars universe continues to grow into an even larger multimedia monster with the constant additions of new movies, novels, comics, and video games, one of the brightest and best pieces of the puzzle have been an animation department. Dave Filoni has emerged as the creative force behind arguably some of the best storytelling in the Star Wars universe to date. Filoni's most recent show, Star Wars Rebels, just completed... Competed, completed, yeah, completed an outstanding four-season run on Disney XD. IGN recently sat down with the Jedi Master. Who's making all that noise? That may or may not be Jared. Oh, okay. IGN recently sat down with the Jedi Master of Animation himself to reflect on the journey so far, as well as take a small look at two upcoming animated Star Wars series, the Star Wars Resistance and the highly anticipated return of Star Wars The Clone Wars. IGN says, Obviously, Star Wars Rebels has been such a passion project for you as you were wrapping it up. Were you exploding with creative energy to complete your vision, or were you just almost dragging your feet because you didn't want it to end? Dave Filoni says, Well, I loved making the show. There's no doubt about that, but I didn't really even think about being over being over until we were done with the final mix there was so much to do and i was trying to just go through the story again and again and again to get it to be as good as it possibly could be and then he did i i I believe that also 
And everyone, I think, was focused on that. We didn't have time to be sad about it. We just had to really land the airplane that was Rebels really well, and I think we did. I became excited because so many things start to naturally fall into place, but I did not. But I did have to call a lot of re- creative retakes, especially on the final two episodes, because you just felt like it wasn't good enough. We wanted things to be set up with such a bang and really have the fans get the ending that they deserved, and we did. So everybody did a great job at being flexible and working hard to get the best possible ending we could. Uh, so then they asked him again, uh, what kind of tweaks are you talking about in terms of getting to the great ending? I think it's a lot of situational things. There was a previous version of Rook's confrontation with Zeb that I th- just thought didn't really go anywhere, and it didn't play out right, and it didn't feel special. What, so like Zeb is murdering Rook? <laughs> it was a better ending. <laughs> it felt like some something we'd always seen before. Well, it was something that we'd always seen before, but so we completely restaged that portion of it. There were things about Ezra's comp confrontation with the emperor that i kept going over and over to get to the wording just right and to make the gateway between his world and the world of his parents clear and i kept questioning that right up to the end and then there were all kinds of secret things i had to i had on the side that were not even most of the crew knew about which was the epilogue ending a very small group of people worked on that and i actually had to cut it down some lose some shots just to get the whole thing whole ah whole thing to time so there was a lot of things to juggle when you're dealing with different levels of logic throughout the story, but we made the changes we, we needed to. I think it came good. Below, Filoni discusses some of the mythology of the star of uh, the Force that we went into in both Rebels and Clone Wars. I'm going to guess they're uh, talking about the Mortis arcs and how the fundamentals set forth by George Lucas all those years ago were still important, are incredibly important to both Star Wars as a whole and in him personally. Uh, you can read the whole interview on star wars newsnet and uh yeah it really goes into depth and he talks more about the clone wars and stuff like that but another uh thing here is uh the streaming rights that disney's arguing with recently (laughs) and uh they gave the rights to turner broadcasting to for episodes one through six to I believe to, uh, 2024, but that was before they wanted a streaming service for 2019, and now they're trying to get their fucking movies back. But guess who won't give them back? Turner. Turner. Because he's crazy. So there's a there's a brief article here if you want to read it, Dan. I will. So when Disney CEO Bob Iger spoke Bobby with investors I. earlier this week. <laughs> He went into detail about the strategies and marketing around the upcoming Disney streaming service of note to Star Wars fans. Iger admitted that it's likely that the service will launch without the rights to any pre-2019 Star Wars films. To that end, Iger suggested that Disney's streaming service might be a lower cost option to Netflix. He noted that the company's pricing will reflect its lower volume of content. There will also be uh, notable omissions. Some of Disney's biggest franchises, such as Star Wars movies released before next year, <laughs> will not be available. Which means, oh, I pay for this. Continue. But uh, these, uh, <laughs> they have been licensed to other distributors. Obviously, uh, Turner Broadcasting. The marketing will clear that it's not going to be on there, said Iger. But Star Wars uh, movies that come out in 2019 and later, you'll find them there. The news comes on the heels of a Bloomberg report last week that Disney had attempted to buy back the TV and streaming rights, but had uh, had balked out at the cost. <laughs> Disney, Disney's launching its, uh, its streaming service without one of the most profitable and, and possibly popular franchises would seem to hamper expectations for its success of it. But with the, uh, the upcoming Star Wars series from John Favreau hitting the service and, uh, and the, the rights to the two, uh, 2019 Episode Nine, there will at least be some Star Wars content available on the service. AT&T, who is the current holder of the, uh, the TV rights of the Star Wars film released to, the, uh, to this point, made a deal back in 2016 that would grant them those rights until 2024, as you had said before. Uh, Disney also had a streaming deal in place for Star Wars, uh, where their uh, future competitor, Netflix, Disney will have to wait quite a while to get pop culture cornerstones like the original trilogy to the current U.S. box office champ, The Force Awakens. 
it's likely since the cost will be so high to buy these rights back that Disney will just wait for these contracts to, uh, to expire to retain the rights. And it seems that Disney understands the emissions like, uh, like this may put some limits on the service's popularity. So they are expecting to launch the service at a lower cost point than the services like Netflix, even if they don't have access to most of the catalog of both Disney and Fox, and all of these countless subsidiaries underneath both studios. Variety also mentions that with the, the purchase of Fox, Disney will now own 60% of Hulu and its listings that as possible home for some of the R-rated titles of which Disney owns the rights. It's likely that Disney will attempt to keep their Disney-branded streaming service as a family-friendly and poss uh, possible to keep in their line of their corporate image. So it looks like they're having a little bit of trouble there. <laughs> But uh, I mean, I I would imagine they're they're probably going to be immensely right about that. Uh, Disney's really really well known with, you know, if, if they can't buy something back, they'll just wait it out. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they, I mean, how many years ago was it that they were you know in talks with Lucas about this very thing, and Lucas turned them down the first time, and they literally they weren't even mad about it. They were just like, "Well, wait." Yeah, that's 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 very true. I mean, Feel like they were absolutely livid. They just didn't tell anybody. <laughs> well, Disney always like, gets what Disney wants. There isn't a big uproar that it, like the Force Awakens and the original saga aren't on Netflix either. And I feel like most of the people who are coming to the Disney streaming service are coming for a myriad of things. Mulan. Like, we, uh, what? Uh, personally, I'm going to use it to watch Mulan every day of my life. Yeah, Mulan. Um, there's going to be a live-action lady in the Tramp movie. Um, Why? What? It's a porno. It, oh, geez. oh, well, that makes um, sense. Like, like I said, there's just myriad things that they can put on there, aside from the Star Wars stuff. I know that like that's the stuff that all of us are concerned about, but like, I think there's a lot of things there that are going to make people come and make people stay... Other than the Star Wars stuff, other than TCW coming back and all that kind of stuff. Oh, but I, I don't think it's, I mean, you know, it, it's embarrassing, obviously, that they're like, oh, yeah, this is the new home of Star Wars for streaming. <laughs> Seven, uh, one, eight, and solo, at least. Um, but uh, I, I would imagine it's... that was probably a kick in the ass situation yeah. where they were like, uh, yeah, in hindsight, we probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. I enjoy watching uh, Star Wars on TNT every now and again. So, Right, right. Of course, then again, you know, uh, um, uh, not to not to pimp it once more, but uh, I think you can find them on Amazon Prime. Oh, oh it's you, Biz Pimpin'. It's you, service in Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not even that. Like, I feel like most people who are going to be, like, upset that the original films aren't on the streaming service probably already own them. It's very true. Yeah. It's like, very true. You know, like, that doesn't affect me because I have the Blu-ray box set and I have Force Awakens and uh, 8 on Blu-ray. Rogue One? So, I don't have Rogue One on Blu-ray because it's on Netflix. Oh, Till that gets taken so I was off. Like, Till that gets taken off, but by then I'll have the streaming service, and I only am like, oh, I have to own all the Skywalker movies, but I can just stream the. <coughs> pardon me, the um, anthology Star Wars story stuff. I wonder if we'll get digital releases early now for uh, Disney movies. I don't know. That that's the other thing I'm looking forward to with this is like I don't know if it being that they're not having to put as much work and effort into to some of their titles because they said it was going to be a bit of a, a smaller collection of it. It I mean, Netflix what took about two years before they they really started pumping out like good stuff. But this isn't Netflix. So, this is fucking Disney. This is a media conglomerate. So Disney probably probably about a year in. I would imagine we'd probably start seeing some some digital releases and things. Yeah, like but that. is there going to be a delay between like okay, movies out on home release and then like a few months later? No, I think we'll okay, get it on we can streaming stream service. It. Or is it going to be instant? We, well, weeks before we get it out on uh, DVD. 
I mean, I would hope that would draw that they, people that in. They would make a business a business decision enough to to put it on the streaming service before obviously they would release it, just as kind of a perk. Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, gentlemen, are you ducking out? I have to. Yes, my buddy and I are going to lunch before he goes back to school. Okay. Um. Well, it was nice having you on, man. Absolutely, and I look forward to being on some more. Absolutely. And am I allowed to say what we were talking about earlier before the pod started? Yeah, no the, that I may be writing reviews on the website as well. So stay tuned. Probably be on. The, yeah, probably be on the pod a lot. Um, this would probably be the only day that an issue like this occurs. And yeah, we should totally do a live show at Steel City. Oh, that would be excellent. That would be great. That would be a really good time. I'll operate the camera. <laughs> It'll be great. But yeah, guys, it's been a blast. Thank you for having me, and hopefully I get to talk to everybody next week. Yes, absolutely, buddy. We'll have you back on. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you guys later. Yep. See, you with you. See you, Jared. Okay, continuing on with our uh, conversation here. Uh, where were we? <laughs> Well, why are we before we were so rudely interrupted? Who's? <laughs> uh, well, thanks again for Jared for being on our wonderful podcast. Uh, let's talk about Star Wars shoes here for a second. Shiz. Shiz. Uh, what is that noise? <laughs> what is that noise? I feel like a murderer is about to come get me. I feel the same way. Uh, Pozu, the latest edition of the Star Wars show line by Pozu has just been announced. Their most luxurious sneaker yet. It's literally a fucking high... T- what is that noise? Is that the lawnmower? <laughs> no, it is not. They stopped. What the fuck is that noise? I have no idea, my dude, because I can hear it too. It's probably Dan. He's probably breathing into his microphone. I don't know what to do. <sighs> Quit breathing. Quit breathing, Dan. It's my respirator. It's my respirator. Let me turn it down. I'm sorry. Uh, it's pretty much just a leather high top with the Resistance logo on it. Well, Rebel logo. Quick. While we're on this, can, can we just talk about my dude that's in this robe that's just kind of posing? Pretty dope. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't even tell. Pretty sure. It, that's a chick, and I think the one beneath is a dude. Yeah, that's a chick. I think. I'm pretty sure. Wait, we can't assume gender here. I was gonna. Say, yeah, I was about to say. I don't think we can assume. He might be an Apache helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, fucking dead. Don't identify anymore. Yeah, he might be a fucking hover tank. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. The model of the ATM six. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Anyway, it's just fucking shoes. They're expensive ass shoes. I don't want to talk about them too much. I just wanted to mention that they're selling, Pozu selling like 145 euro fucking white and black Star Wars shoes because if you get the fucking license to sell something like that, you fucking sell it. You know what I'm saying, boys? Uh, Hey, all I'm saying is the the Converse ones we looked at, those were boss. Those were boss. Uh, Carrie Fisher, Panther Tracks wrote an article about Carrie Fisher being on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, a lot of other people agree they want to they want to remove Donald Trump's and replace it with Carrie. What is that noise? Oh my God! I can't remove that. Uh, keep it in there. See now I'm confused because I literally have no clue what it is. I've moved my I'm, mic. It's pro- it, it, it's probably Jordan because Jordan ha- Jordan's microphone and computer makes noises. Uh. That hasn't happened before. I don't know what it is. I, I haven't even moved, and my fans are not even loud. I don't yeah, understand it's Dan. what it is. It's Dan for sure. Demons. Yep, it's Dan. That's uh, <laughs> all I your fault, Dan. Anyway, back to the podcast, Dan. Quit talking. <laughs> How about replacing Donald Trump with Carrie Fisher? Mark Hamill says, William Shatner says, Hey, Star Wars, is it true that Carrie Fisher does not have a star on the Walk of Fame? If it is, what are we going to do about it? I agree. 30 stars are nominated every year with a star costing 40000 to organize. We know beyond doubt that if we helped orchestrate funding a star, 
We'd have the money in no time. I feel like we should all get together as fans, and we are obligated to make sure that Carrie gets her rightful place on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and I'm sure that Dan and Jordan will agree. Yes. Yes. 100%. And and, and, and this is just, just my thoughts on this, and this is completely non-politically okay. driven. Uh, I don't even know why he's there. I, I really, really, truly don't. Uh, Donald Trump having a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame it completely blows my mind. Why? This is a thing. Just because he's not a celebrity. Um, I mean, I've never thought of him as a celebrity. I mean, he's more of just a very rich person that happens to be in construction. That, that, that should obviously be a spot for a star like Carrie Fisher, not Donald Trump. Need somebody to put that star there? Somebody. <laughs> I think they just snuck in and just kind of put the star there. <clears throat> yeah, I'd believe that. Okay, guys. Uh, the spot for that star. Um, just to be honest, she's done a lot, and she's one of the most iconic movie characters ever. Come on now. She needs the star. It's very true. I it's mean, very yeah, true. she is. I mean, she's a writer. She's an actress. She's done a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. But anyway, guys, remember – to like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, listen to the Dubac Discussion Pod on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Blueberry. Uh, go to dubacdiscussion.net, your source for everything Star Wars. Also, be sure to check out Bantha Babble Podcast found on dubacdiscussion.net for your source for everything Star Wars lore. Uh, Jordan, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, uh, Dan, the man who has no plan. And thank you, Jared, again, oh, for joining us as a special guest and potentially – New host for the Do Back Discussion podcast. Uh, that was a terrific episode, guys. Fantastic. I, agree. I mean, it was pretty nice, man. Technical difficulties came in like the last, you know, 10 minutes, but it's okay. It will be oh. fixed in post, hopefully. <clears throat> uh, anyway, that will be all for today, I, I guess. We're, we just reached our hour mark, so I'd say we, uh, we got get the show wrapping up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wrap it up. No, well, that's uh, TJ Bowser uh, signing off. Dan the man, sign up. I'm just a guest, man. I'm going to sign out. <laughs> well, <laughs> bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.